You're seated at a beautiful restaurant across from your even more gorgeous fiancé. You look across the table at them, so in love when they say it. Mom! Dad! Over here! A chill runs up your spine. Your palms get sweaty. You might even throw up. Why? Because your in-laws are coming. What if they don't like you? What if they stop the wedding? What if you finally found the one and they take it all away? Don't worry, I'm not going to let that happen. Stick with me, producer Chelsea, and special guest Allison Miller as we get you down that aisle and through every future Thanksgiving dinner in one piece. Hello and welcome to Survivor Die Trying, the podcast where we'll learn to survive anything and everything life can throw at you. I'm Cameron Esposito, comedian, actor, writer, and survival expert. With the help of some amazing guests, I'll guide you through some of life's stickiest situations, from hurricanes to bad breakups, no topic is off the table, and we'll bring you tips and tricks every week with a new episode out each Wednesday. But before we start, I do need to say this show is for entertainment purposes only. Experts say we are not experts. Stay with us. Welcome to the show, and I want to thank everybody who has downloaded and or listened to our other episodes. Wait, what if you downloaded it but didn't listen? I don't want to thank you. I mean, like, good idea. You're thinking ahead for that very long flight, but come on, listen up. Wait, how are you hearing this if you haven't listened? This is, I'm look, you know what? I didn't get much sleep last night. I didn't get much sleep, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But I want to, first of all, obviously, introduce uh, producer and co-host uh, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome to the show that you're a part of. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I got no sleep, Chelsea. Do you want to know why? Yeah, I'm dying to know. Because a power line in front of my house exploded. What? Like, I mean, actually exploded. What? Yeah, no, I want to, we have to also welcome <laughs> my guest, Allison Miller, who, for strike purposes, I know in no particular way, besides just friendship. <laughs> <laughs> we met in an, in an area, in a nondescript uh, place. Yeah, we met in a place. <laughs> One thing about you and me, we met in a place. And you know what? We hit it off. And uh, I like and respect you so much. And your glasses are cute. So these are some things to mention. So cute. Thank you. Same to you. Minus the glasses part. But yeah, I'm not wearing great. any glasses right now. But I did when I woke up. No, a, a power line in front of my house exploded and then caught on fire and then was just on fire. And then the oh fire department came. They couldn't even put it out right away. They just sprayed yeah. everything else with water. I've like never seen anything like this in my life. Like all the electricity went out. There were like brownouts all night where it kept like surging on and off. Oh my god! But also it was making noise because it was an electrical fire. It sounded like a cartoon, like. Zzz, no zzz, way. But so loud Whoa, that you could hear, I could hear it inside my house. And then also there was like a, a, Helicopter and fire trucks that were going, do not step outside your house. <laughs> this is like a Whoa. This is, this is You're what in a happened. war zone. It was it was wild. Also, that's not what the episode of Survivor Die Trying has anything to do with today. We're talking about You survived it. Yeah, I survived it. But we're talking about in-laws. So like this is a totally cool. different show that I survived <laughs> to be able to make. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to survive meeting your in-laws. Mm. We will also 
get that classic rapport between Alice and Chelsea and I that you all know and love from us uh, never having all talked together. Ever before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like we're all in our best um, brain places. Is that what you say? <laughs> nope, that's not it. <laughs> Let's keep going. I'm solidly uh, in my brain place right now, yes. <laughs> I'm in a brain place. I don't know about my best, but it's a yeah. place. <laughs> and as always, we'll play a game of Thrive, Survivor, Take a Dive, where we will ask how celebrities would fare if they had to meet their in-laws. All that and more is coming right up. We'll be back after this. Okay. The first thing we always start with is sort of like a pop culture roundup of things that you were as a child, as a teen, as a young adult were taught to expect about in-laws. Like I kind of mm. think about father of the bride, like the Steve Martin mm. father of the bride from my youth. First of all, I don't know that that movie's okay these days. Have you both seen this film? I honestly haven't. Oh, I've seen one, one and two, but not the remake. You know what? We're in the same boat there. Chelsea, since you haven't seen it, I mean, basically it's just daughter comes home. She's engaged. Oh, my God. The dad, played by Steve Martin, is going to have to deal with the fact that his little baby oh. is an adult woman who's getting married. He's having a really mm -hmm. hard time with it. I am he wondering can. if either of you have ever been to or participated in a wedding where a father, like, very aggressively gave away a bride. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because I feel like when I was growing up, this is something that I like really thought was part of weddings. We're like, I don't mean walking down the aisle. I mean like a sort of giving from, from a, from a father to a groom. Oh no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like from movies, like from culture. I can't say I've ever seen that in person. I actually have been married and both of my parents walked me down the aisle. Both of my parents walked me down the aisle. Oh, that's cute. It's yeah. a classic move. I had a daddy-daughter dance that was a big part of, of my high school experience. I don't know if anybody mm -hmm. here had that. And yep. if they now think that maybe that's <laughs> everything, this all falls into the category for me of gross. Yeah. Why was it even called that? Icky. <laughs> How is this Ick. so nasty? It, your father's never around for most of the time. So this is the one day of the year. You got to dance. Oh my God. God. But why was he called daddy? Like I was like a teen. Nasty. I why did know. we have to take professional photos together? This was a part of my hmm. high school experience that may not have been. That we didn't do. <laughs> Look, Catholic school will destroy you in every possible way. My Catholic school did it in fifth grade. Um, oh, which is yeah. a little, it's sweeter because then, you know, you're standing on your dad's feet and it's right, right, just right. like a cute moment. But when you're a teenager, when you're sexually active, that feels like it shouldn't be on the table anymore. Chelsea, first of all, lots of presumptions about me as a teen. <laughs> 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 also, I'm thinking about other moments that like made me kind of have a reference point for in-laws and... One of them is definitely my big fat Greek wedding. By the way, this should be like a bigger part of American culture. But mm. that movie tells a story of like, wait, what if one family had this sort of a background and another family had this sort of a background? Can either of you think of another example of that? The one that just came out that nobody likes. 
The um, Jonah Hill one. Oh, oh. right. Oh. Do you mean where he says something about his surfer? I don't even. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what. I think Jonah that's Hill real movie life. Oh, that's real life. Okay. What? Is the I don't even know what you're talking about, Chelsea. He is Jewish, and then he is marrying a black woman, and so it's about their two families oh. having to to get to know each other. So it's like exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking exactly about. Exactly what you just said. Exactly that. <laughs> like exactly. A, almost like word for word. Yeah, Except. pretty much. Which tells us that you have very good marketable ideas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should call Netflix. Well, you can't call Netflix right now. Yeah, no, don't I call can't. Netflix. No, nope, 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 Blocked. nope, nope, nope. Blocked. nope. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, because I do have Netflix's phone number in my phone, but it's currently blocked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I had to block all those guys. I had to block yeah, yeah, every yeah. Netflix, one of them. Netflix, HBO, I They're blocked all of them. They're trying to DM me. I know. I, I said, ideas. no. I said, absolutely. I said, leave unread. Okay, final, final example before we move on to the real meat of the episode, why we have you here, Allison. And that is, of course, meet the Fockers. Which, like, here's the two things I remember from that movie. Number one, that that was created at a time where we thought that the last name Fokker, like, no, like what, like, it's like, could anything be funnier than that? Like, it's like, <laughs> that just, I'm just imagining, like, the meeting where that got tossed around. Like, you're kidding. Sold. Sold immediately. Like, that's the funniest joke I ever heard in my life. Um, oh, it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. That's what I remember. And then the other thing is that the cat peeing in the toilet. <laughs> Do either of you remember this? That's this the was... only thing I remember from that movie. Yeah, those are the two things. Because but, it's yeah. something you can truly train your cat to do, and it made me want to do that. Allison, what held you back in that area? Like, let's, let's really get into it, because that feels important. There was no internet to go to to search, how do I teach my cat to pee in a toilet? Oh, yeah, you had to go to, like, the library. <laughs> and ask the librarian, do you have any books on teaching my cat how to piss in a toilet instead? <laughs> you can't ask them that. Fair enough. But for Chelsea, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. today, like, if you wanted to go today, head on over to the New York Public Library. Like, this is a scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's, you remember, where she's walking. First, she goes to Tiffany's. Tiffany's. And she has a croissant. With a croissant outside. Yeah, exactly. And she's looking in the window. And then she goes to the New York Public Library. She gets a book about cats using the toilet and then at the end she turns to the camera and she says directly down the lens this is actually a short story about sex work do you guys remember that from the movie it's a classic and i also think that the mickey rooney character no yeah no thank you that's a hard no that's a hard no it's the same in one of my favorite musicals that i was just thinking about yesterday do you, do you feel I'm comfortable disclosing which musical Absolutely. Is? It's outrageously offensive. It's from the 30s. It's thoroughly modern Millie. I, number one, I've never seen it. I'm not bad? familiar with the plot. But it's, would you say it's thoroughly Millie from the past? Yes. <laughs> it's thoroughly racist. Antiquated Millie. Yeah. <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly racist Millie. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Man, I cannot listen to the soundtrack anymore. Wow. I'm trying to remember it. If I, 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 It obviously must be that bad, and I just haven't seen it in a while. I just yeah. remember her getting over a guy. Yeah, Jimmy. That's all I got. Well, sounds like she was getting over a guy in a pretty racist way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we will be back in just a moment to talk about actually meeting the in-laws.
Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. In-laws. Let's really get into it. I think this actually is a stressful topic. Look, I'm a stand-up comic, and there's a whole genre of jokes that I don't do that are about (laughs) in-laws being nuts. I don't do those jokes. Do either of you remember, like, the first time you met the parents of somebody you were dating? I met my ex-husband's parents uh, when they picked us up from the airport in Florida And I immediately understood where he was coming from. And then I was like, oh, that's why you're this guy. (laughs) Totally. And vice versa, too, right? Because, like, turns out I also am a person. Yeah. I'm a family. I had forgotten that this is true until you said that story, Allison. Mm. But, like, this is not from a film. This Mm. is from my actual life. Oh, boy. When I met my ex-spouse's dad for the first time. And, like, this makes sense in terms of, like, the geographical area they're from and, like, what the deal was in this family. But does it make sense for me because of the geographical area I'm from and what is true in my family? Mm -hmm. When I met her dad for the first time, we walked into his house through the back door. And he was at the kitchen table cleaning his gun. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And I didn't grow up. Well, that's not totally true that I didn't grow up around guns. My grandfather was a hunter. And so Mm. why is this true? What was going on in the 80s? But when we would stay at my grandparents' house, my older sister and I, we would sleep in the gun room. What? I mean, the gun cabinet was locked. But like, why was that where we slept? Wait, could you see them? Was it like clear, like in the movies when you can like see yeah, the guns glass. through it? Exactly. Yeah, like a, it's like a glass gun case with rifles, um, oh but God. it was it was all locked. That's the least safe place for a child possible. Like I know. Also, this is the era where every single piece of Halloween candy was checked for a razor blade. Yeah. But for some reason, I was also sleeping in a gun room. I don't know. The eighties were wild. Satanic Lots panic. Were going on. Guns are fine. Yes. Now. Exactly. So crazy. And Chelsea, you could fold your answer to that first question to this. You don't have to say who or like disclose, you know, super personal details. But I am just curious if either of you have ever had anybody you're dating and you know that their parents dislike you or the opposite. Again, doesn't have to be specifics. I mean, you should name their name and give their social security number, but you don't have to do more than that. I'll name names. I'm like, I'll dox my exes. I don't even care. Do <laughs> like, it. Chelsea, I'll dox you. Have, you. have you had this experience? No, I feel like most of the time I like to think parents like me for the most part. Also, honestly, it's never been that serious. It's never been like we're getting married. So I don't think the stakes have been high enough for true concern. It's never been like this girl's going to ruin your life. But that's what I thought when I first met you. On the podcast, I thought, this girl is going to ruin my life. life. Yeah. 
Allison, <laughs> any experience with this? <laughs> well, before I met my current partner's mom, I would hear about that. She'll listen to this, by the way. So, I, hi. Hello. Um, <laughs> be, because I knew she was uh, internet stalking me and was oh. asking him questions like, are you dating a witch? Is she an actual witch? And oh. um, and so then when I finally met her, she was like, I don't think I've ever had a Wiccan in the house before. I was like, well, I don't practice Wicca. When he told her that we were dating, she said something like, oh, let me guess, she's really independent and she likes her own space and she likes to do her own thing. And he was just like, yeah. Because she's doing <laughs> spells? Is that I the- don't know. Um, could you name like one to two things that are the witch things about you? Yeah, what are the witch? Which are the witch? Which are the witch? <laughs> I have an altar. <laughs> oh, to what? To, I don't, I don't know. know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the, to spirit. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So hang on, just to say, yeah. so yeah. far, I'm in her camp oh, on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alter to she spirit. Was asking that. Definitely. I didn't know you had an altar. <laughs> yeah, it's in my closet. I could take you there right now. But uh, Okay. I mean, mean, let's do that as soon as we're done recording. Is there a second reason? Or I mean, that's enough. But was yeah, there a second? Enough. I mean, she saw that I read tarot cards as well, and I think that uh-huh. yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, people yeah, yeah. filters okay. into that um idea. So justified. Absolutely. Um Chelsea Alter, yes or no? Just a real quick. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Had to think about it. But <laughs> you no. Oh, that's. Have really... you you got an altar? Um, no, but I've been on a lot of altars because of how I like used to be like a super strong practicing Catholic. You know, it's a very short road from Catholicism to witchcraft. It's the same shit. True. It's the exact same shit. Like often, you know, an altar will have a bone of a saint. Yep. In it. I don't have to tell yep. you two that. Yep. You said it, not me. And it's All not like Catholics. a full skeleton. The skeleton yeah, is broken up and the bones bone. are shipped throughout the fucking place. But not pagan at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Catherine of Siena, her head is one place, but that's not yeah. where her body is. Um, no. Anyway, let's get to some actual survival advice. This is from Thrillist. Thank you so much, Thrillist, from their article that is titled How to Survive Meeting Your In-Laws. Mm no matter how awkward it gets. And they have like some real actual advice. And this first one, right, really sort of reorganize your thoughts, Allison, about what's recently been shared. Because the first suggestion is do your research. What so are they like? Right. What mm-hmm. do they like? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. She wanted to be able to talk to you. And she said, well, how do you feel about stars and the ones that you were born under. Yeah. Does that feel like it's particularly <laughs> resonant with you? <laughs> hey, let me ask you a little question about Saturn. Is that baby, <laughs> did that baby leave or is that guy coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say yes, that is good because then there are some topics that are not going to be safe with some people. But if you know that they like one particular sport or an animal that you guys can like safe ground to cover. That's a great yeah. way to go in. Like I didn't bring in my own gun to clean, you know, and that's yeah. one of my biggest mistakes in that relationship. 
That is one of the number one ways they say if a relationship is going through strain, <laughs> pull out a gun. <laughs> Toss in a gun. Is that on the thrill list? It's actually quite the opposite because their second recommendation be Switzerland. Stay no. neutral when it comes to any family conflict. Okay. Again, no experience with this. <laughs> I I do remember there was a time when uh, my ex and I were dating and we went to stay at his parents' house and we were not allowed to sleep in the same room, even though we lived together. Uh, oh. Yeah. And he was incensed and I was Switzerland. <laughs> Just like, I'll sleep yeah. in the backyard. I don't care. You know what is a funny thing about that is, like, since I started dating women mm-hmm. and the non-binary folks and stuff and um, trans dudes, this has never come up. Like, yeah. this to me is like an urban legend. Like, <laughs> don't take the ribbon off your neck. Yeah. Then your head will be buried one place and your body somewhere else. <laughs> um, no, I've never had this happen. And I don't know if some of it is, like, parents wanting to, like, be a member of PFLAG or mm. really the room thing is about like the discomfort with procreative sex. That's so true. What Parents a double care. standard. And this is why I'm an advocate for straight rights. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, it's we not should fair. be allowed to sleep in whatever bed with whatever partner we want. That's you right. You thought about Chelsea. that, Cameron? Yeah. No, I, I have thought about it. Who's marching for that? I have thought about it. I'm the one who brought it up, Chelsea. <laughs> That's true. You are the one. Who, I know. I'm getting really aggressive. When, like, I'm on your team. <laughs> okay, we got like three more suggestions. Okay, the first is mind your manners. Use the three D's. Yep. Dress appropriately. Mm. No dicey topics. And don't be late. Screw don't be late. I feel like that one's obvious. Yeah. Can we sub out do the dishes? That's a classic. That is a way parent to ingratiating. Win it yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any oh other God. D's that you would suggest, either of you? Do offer to pay. I think you have to offer. That's do offer nice. to pay. To pay at dinner. Do That's offer to pay. That's a good one. Yeah. I was thinking like dabble in ceramics. Yeah. You know, like it's just <laughs> have a hobby. <laughs> Okay, I've got one final D, which is douching, colon, don't. And this is just, that's just oh, a PSA about don't vaginal health. Just don't, remember, don't douche. Double D, don't douche. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, we got two final <laughs> suggestions. One is respect their rules, because hey, it's their turf. That's what the I'm sleeping saying. in separate yeah. beds. And this one I think is actually fucked. Like, yeah. I don't even agree with this one. <laughs> I think this one is genuinely from hell. Like, this oh. is the worst suggestion I've ever heard. And it goes like this. If at first you don't succeed, try the other parent. <laughs> wow. That's like four-year-old trying to get candy rules. Absolutely. Well, are Absolutely. we not adults? Let's just try harder. Except that not everyone is going to like you. That's, and that that's okay. That's healthier. So much more mature. <laughs> no matter what you do or what you say, some people yeah. just won't like you. And that's going to be fine. Are you okay with that? I am now. Yes. I know there are people that don't like me. And uh, it doesn't affect my daily life. So that's fine. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Chelsea, how are you on that front? 
first of all, do you accept that there might be some people who don't like you? Because that's the original <laughs> premise. <laughs> yes. Okay. Second part. Yes, but in a less healthy way. I think, Allison, you're at a point where you're like, I'm at peace with myself and I don't care if other people. I'm kind of like, fuck you if you don't like me. So <laughs> oh. I like that. I like that attitude, too. It's not as zen of a place to be in, but I am like, if you don't like me, fuck off anyway. So Right. Same difference. Nice. I've gone with a third option, which is you don't like me. Well, then I will tour the country changing your mind and turn it into a job. <laughs> it's been lucrative for you. See, I haven't made any money off of this. Same. <laughs> Not yet. Not till you sell that witch book about how to let it go when people don't like you. I've got like well, five of those sitting here. I didn't write them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're in your mind and yeah. in your cauldron. Okay, Allison, <laughs> you are such a delight. I like you as a human and I liked you as a guest on this show. Thank uh, you. Chelsea and I have a little bit more work to do on it, but you don't okay. have to be here for it. So please okay. go live your life and I will miss you. I'm going to miss you too. Let's go take a walk or something. You got it. Well, welcome back. Now it's time for What's in Cameron's Backpack. I'll be given a series of scenarios related to a life-threatening event. Today, it's meeting your in-laws, and then I will explain how I'd survive. Now, I got a backpack full of items which could help, but unfortunately, it's been packed by my nemesis, <laughs> producer Chelsea, who is naturally <laughs> gifted at packing difficult-to-use items. Chelsea, what am I up against and what's in my backpack? Okay, so scenario number one, you have dinner with your in-laws for the first time in 65 minutes. You're putting on makeup when suddenly you realize it's daylight saving time. Dinner's in five minutes. You can't be late, what do you do? In your backpack, you've got coffee beans, a signed first edition of A Tale of Two Cities, and a live octopus. No, it's a great question. Coffee beans, just chew those right up, swallow them, and off I go. I'm going to be so speedy. So speedy in that Brilliant. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, give me one that's actually hard. Okay, okay. Scenario number two. You're standing at the altar in the middle of your wedding ceremony when the wedding officiant says, speak now or forever hold your peace. Your fiance's mother stands up and says, don't marry Cameron. She's only marrying you for the money. Your fiance is Nancy Walton, heiress to much of the Walmart fortune, by the way. So what do you do? In your backpack is a full-size hibachi grill, like the kind they have at Benihana. Uh, yeah. Aquarium pebbles and an Egyptian sarcophagus. First of all, I assume that the altar you reference is the one in Allison Miller's house. Exactly, yes. Yeah, so I'm getting married in Allison Miller's witch altar. closet. Yeah, and um, I don't know who wrote this. This was you, right? This is me. Yeah. My sister used to work for the Walton family. So... Oh, really? It's actually no problem. Like, <laughs> the mom stands up and says, like, don't marry, you know, Cameron, she's only marrying you for the money. Then my sister says, everybody relax. I can vouch for her. This is my sister, Cameron. How could you have known that? You couldn't have. Shit! I don't even need any of these tools! Oh, God. I'm really trying to challenge you, and I just I can't, I can't get there. Yeah. The next time, come up with somebody my sister hasn't worked for. But just so you know, I have two sisters. Okay, keep going. Scenario number three. You're on your honeymoon in the Bahamas when your in-laws surprise you during your couple's massage. They announce that they'll be joining you for the rest of your honeymoon, and they got the conjoining room next to yours. So you have to get them to leave. <laughs> in your backpack, you have almond joys, Dorothy's ruby red slippers, 
And I'll say, if you kill your in-laws, your new spouse will be pissed at you, so use this next one wisely. The third thing you have is a nerve agent. Oh my God, Chelsea, why is, <laughs> why is that in there? Oh, Just careful. Careful for you, too, handling a nerve agent. Can I make um one edit to this? I don't know if this will be accepted, but what if it's a Hollywood agent? Like a slightly different type of agent, oh. like not a nerve agent, but instead a Hollywood agent? A nervous Hollywood agent. Exactly. An unnerved <laughs> by the strike Hollywood agent. And in this case, that person negotiates a new contract for me where I don't have to be in an adjoining room to my in-laws. Like they get to stay, but we just don't have adjoining rooms. Pretty brilliant. That's what I would do. <laughs> okay, that was our discussion on surviving meeting your in-laws. Up next, it's time for Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Today, I decide how certain celebrities would manage if they had to meet their in-laws. See you in a second. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. You're going to give me three celebrities in an ultimate survival scenario. I'll explain who will thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive. You picked some names from randomcelebritygenerator.com. Can you please tell me who are the three celebrities? Yes, this week we have the lucky Kirk Douglas. Oh. Raven Simone. Okay. And Sharon Osbourne. Oh, so I have to decide who will like do a great job meeting the in-laws, who will do okay, and who will... Die? die. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to die. Yeah. I mean, today. Kirk Douglas is going to die. Why? <laughs> He's fucking old. Also, I don't even honestly know what he did besides creating Michael Douglas. And he's old, too. So That's the entire true. Douglas family, <laughs> I'm so sorry to Catherine Zeta-Jones, they're gone. Um, who's going to do okay? Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne's going to do fine. Why? She's a survivor. She's always going to make it. She's going to say, like, one off-color thing, one, like, totally on-color thing. She's going to, like, host this show. She's going to get fired from this one. But, like, she's going to stick around. That person has staying power. She's going to be okay. Who is going to thrive? Obviously, Raven. That is so Raven to absolutely thrive in any situation. Plus, she posts a lot of pictures of her and her wife on her Instagram. And as you know from all people's social media reflecting their real life, they seem super happy. Yeah, they've got to be in love. They have to be in love. Okay, let's wrap. What have we learned? Well, first of all, we've learned Raven. <laughs> yeah, she's in love. Allison Miller, she's a witch. And in conclusion, if you hate Chelsea, fuck off. Now, final question. Would I survive meeting my in-laws or die trying? Come on, I'm a divorcee and I'm remarried. I've survived twice. We'll be back every Wednesday with another episode of Survive or Die Trying. Survive or Die Trying is produced by Sony Music Entertainment. The executive producers are Jasmine Henley-Brown and Cameron Esposito. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, but today, Daniel Jones-Wesley has filled in for her. Our producer for this episode is Chelsea Jacobson. Engineering is done by Sam Baird. 